they uh, they didn't understand our toilet system, yeah. and they just blow out the stalls, and they have to teach them. Like that was one of the strangest things about going to China was the, the like poop in the back of the toilet. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, this is the uh, the Hobbyplex Show podcast. This is Alex Surgeon, and with me as always, Will Brinton, and uh, we got a special guest. We got Pivot Lennings, David hey. Olson, yeah, Aiden Olson's dad, and uh, he's here to just chill out because we what we want you guys to do is uh, they're looking for some page likes. So you got to go to Facebook, search Pivot Lending, uh, give the page a like, and then you'll be entered for uh, three doors down tickets. This Thursday at the uh, Stir Concert Cove, yep. across the way in one of the casinos. Like, is it Harris or is it Harris? Uh, yeah, it's Harris. It is Harris. Yep. Yeah. So go do that and uh, get yourself some tickets to Three Doors Down. I don't listen to the radio that much anymore, so I honestly can't remember any Three Doors Down songs. Oh, really? Yeah. Kryptonite. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That is a kryptonite. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I wish I could remember who the opening band is because Stacy, my wife, was telling me that I would know their songs. I'm like, ah, I don't know. Starts at seven Thursday. Seven o'clock on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Fun. We're going to see the Pixies next month. Oh, that'd be all right. That'd the, be sweet. At the waiting room, Gretchen and I. I. I like the Pixies. Yeah, I like the Pixies a lot. That's I was excited to see that um I was able to get tickets. It's sold out now for sure. So I hope nothing stupid happens COVID related within the next month oh, no. to ruin that for me. I'd be so bummed out. Yeah. Limp Biscuit already canceled their Lincoln show over COVID. So yeah, but Limp Limp Biscuit sucks. Yo, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. They do, but they still canceled the show. I don't, I don't feel bad. I was though. actually kind of excited. They got, they canceled their show. You're like, yeah, no more of these. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> I imagine going to a Limp Biscuit show would be just like a bunch of like like forty year old dudes running around in like like is it Jayco pants? Jeanco. Jenco. Jeanco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeanco jeans, red backwards hats. Yeah. White t shirts. <laughs> a visual. Probably they probably all drink Fago because <laughs> they probably also listen to ICP. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, there's sorry some, if you like ICP. There's, I feel dude, bad there's some, it. there's some, lim- <laughs> no, there's some Limp Biscuits fans that are gonna watch this later. Like that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Half now, like be like, you sons of, <laughs> yeah, God, totally. Gonna find How you. dare you take Fred Durst's name in vain? The holy red hat. Hey, did you know that this show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, did you know that you can get a $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate if you mention our show to Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad? Mm-hmm. It's a good time, too. Hey. Rates dropped two weeks ago. Really? Uh, yeah, with with the uh, the variant coming out and the narrative with the media, it just drove everybody back into the, the bond market. And we have this little mini, mini refi boom going again, which is probably mm-hmm. very similar to where you were at when you... Did your loan. So if you're looking to purchase, which is hard right now because there's not a lot of stuff out there, but yeah. if you haven't refied, whether you go through us or go through your your local banker or friends or whoever, 
take advantage of the next two weeks. My wife and I are torn. So, you know, we, we did this refinance with pivot, uh, earlier this spring and I, it hit me when we were done that the close, like the final payment was in like 2055 or Mm. some, some bizarre number that I, I didn't even know existed. And I was like, Hey, am I even going to be alive in 2055? And then like, like B like, Holy crap. Like, that's 30 years from now. We got to live in this house for another 30 years before it's paid off. I'm like, geez, Louise. Average is seven yeah. years. I know. Gretchen. You're, uh, like, you're, you're like in the, you're like in the meeting or whatever, in the negotiation, you know, like, all right, so we're looking at another 30 years. You're like 30 years. I don't plan on living that long. Okay. 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think, but the dude, uh, not to get all cryptic and stuff, but my mom died when she was 55 and I'm 40, I'm going to be 43. I mean, that's yeah. nuts in my, in my mind, my personal mind that I think of a lot, like that's weird to me. And, uh, Gretchen also, she wants to live in an apartment at some point. She wants to move back into just like a condo or an apartment when we mm-hmm. get older and Emerson's out of the house. So when we downsize, yeah. you know, it's not going to matter anyways, but the whole, the whole housing thing, like, I, I don't know, makes me think about how long it's going to last. Like they're just paying stupid prices for homes in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. and it, and and you wonder if if you know ten to fifteen years from now, are we still going to be able to sell our house for that much? You know, no. No. I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-mm. It's our, we're already starting to see it uh, slow down a little bit. Like Colorado is always our always our index on um, the purchase activity and. What they say um, in the uh, multiple listing pages or mo- the multiple listing um, yeah. gauge, there was like twenty five hundred houses in Denver, which doesn't seem like a lot, but they were down to like two hundred at one point. Right. And then not to, I know we're an RC show, right? But as something that's that's on my mind too is, are you worried as as what you do in your job about the uh, corporate takeover of real estate? Or it, or or is a majority of your of your business still a private a private person mm-hmm. buying a home for their family? Like, do you see a lot of a lot of like corporate entities buying a bunch of homes and then trying to run them out or whatever? Or do you still deal with regular people? Yeah, it, it, in our world, it's still either single family homes or condos in primary or investment. Yeah, I, th- I think more of it along the lines of corporate takeover in the mortgage piece of it, uh, just regulating out the smaller folks because right. of the amount of money and capital it takes to make sure that you're in compliance. When when you hear the current administration talking about, you know, revamping CFPB and some of these other things that are going into it, <clears throat> it just makes it harder for the smaller folks to stay in. So then it feels like they are driving four or five mega banks to run the right world okay oh well that was exciting (laughs) (laughs) totally mortgage is like the most boring thing ever right uh opening band for three doors down is seether do we know them oh neat uh doesn't seether sing the uh um no that's stone sour these are all these like What's the word? Who the heck are these dang bands? No, hold on. 
So, like, I, I believe Is that, Creed going to play exactly. Too? Okay, oh, so that, that was, would be the best. That was my <laughs> no, point. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, that was my point. Like, like, uh, Seether and Stone Sour and all these, and uh, uh, I kind of lump. I there's a there's a whole bunch of bands that I kind of lump into the same style where they came from like like the post Creed Nickelback phase mm. of of um, of like playlists on the river, basically. So that I just I just heard on the radio <laughs> two years ago, rock and roll died. Like true rock and roll with the guitar, done. Have you heard this? Mm-mm. Yeah. See, I don't listen to the radio. I listen to XM. I listen, yeah. I listen to Pandora. I I have my own stuff, and I that's just what I'm stuck with now. I'm just like my parents. Do you have a Journey station? Uh, no. But Journey does come up in a lot of my stations. Like Journey comes up in the Lady Gaga station. Like when I want to listen to Lady Gaga, there'll be a Journey song, <laughs> and it's and um. Are you the Nebraska boy she sings about? I wish that'd be awesome. The same thing happens with uh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash will show up in a bunch of mine. I so were you? Are you a Johnny Cash fan? Oh, I love Johnny Cash. I could not stand Johnny Cash until I watched the movie. Oh, really? And then I like his songs. I was digging, and the whole Folsom Prison thing. I was yeah. digging, dude. Uh, <laughs> we're so off track here, but. Uh, I found another YouTube uh, channel that has a five and a half hour playlist, not playlist. I'm sorry, a five and a half hour video of nothing but all of the Beavis and Butthead video <laughs> video commentaries. You know, the actual animated part of the show is cut out of them, and all you get are the video segments. It's hilarious, and it's perfect background music for like working on stuff. We had, doing. So speaking of music, when we were we were down in Florida vacationing a few weeks ago and on the flight back on Southwest, in Miami was like a three-day rap festival, and, I, and I, Aiden would know. Uh, but at any rate, these two cats were in, one of the two were in the festival flying back, and they were like boozing up on the plane and didn't realize you couldn't drink on the plane. <laughs> it's like this, so it was like this huge meeting on the back of the plane, and, and in the end we... Uh, we got to hang out with the guy for a little bit. But. Nice. <laughs> Jake Conrad's on here, and he goes, he goes, listening to Gaga and dogging Limp Biscuit. You guys are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the Journey Channel. Yeah. My wife turned me out of that. Dave Matthews. Oh, yeah, it's weird. David ch- Matthews is. You are Birkenstocks. <laughs> I got Vans on today, baby. <laughs> I can't yeah. do the. I used to do a pretty good Dave Matthews. I can't do it anymore. It's been a long time. Uh, I hate Dave Matthews Band. Really? I like his first album. <laughs> They're playing in uh, October, Denver. I like his first album. His first album was good. I still, re- I bet you, if you put in that CD, once I get going, I could probably recite verbatim most of that CD. That's cool. Pearl, Pearl Jam. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, all right. Good. Job. Yeah. You know what? I just listened to some new Pearl Jam, and I haven't listened to new Pearl Jam in a while. I pretty much, pretty much, my Pearl Jam station pretty much plays up to Yield. As far as the albums go, mm. and uh, and then I just listened to uh, one of their newer ones. I can't even remember the title, but um, I was actually I actually kind of liked it again. See, my love for Pearl Jam hasn't waned in any way. You you know you've got a killer playlist at the track. I try. Yeah, I mean, like when I don't know if a lot of people have noticed this, but like on the Fridays after practice, you're out there watering. You got some of the greatest tunes. Flowing. Well, what I'm trying to well because I got to watch it because I don't want cuss words. Yeah. So, so the music selection has to be somewhat careful because I don't want there to be any cuss words popping up, and I don't want some some 
some mom on family night to get all upset at us and never bring her kid back. Right. So I, I, the playlist, a lot of that comes from the fact that, that I know certain songs or certain playlists that I have on YouTube won't come up. Cause I used to do Pandora, mm-hmm. but Pandora freezes the computer. Mm-hmm. So I actually bring up YouTube now and I just, I just pick something and I let it play. Was not a Neil Young fan until I listened to your sound. Your oh, playlist. really? Yeah. Yeah, I love Neil Young. Yeah. Hearing that, uh, hearing his tunes out the back wall is yeah. pretty sick. What are we going to talk about today, Will? I There was uh, obviously the Saturday truck series. Yeah. And then there's the, uh, I did want to talk about the upcoming techno series. And I think that's about it. There's there's not much else happening in the RC world. I, we're building up to the Nats. I think next is it? No, it's the end of the month. Yeah, Maryland. Gosh, right? that's three weeks away. Yeah, Mar- Maryland. Maryland. Yep. yep. Did you see where they rented out the building next to them? So they have six thousand more feet of pit space. Oh, that's nice. So uh, the track, uh, Mimi's the track is the official name of the store, and the, and the and the racetrack. They held the Nats the year after we held ours, and uh, the track was a little bit smaller than ours. Well, now, if you look at it, they made their track a lane wider and, I believe, a lane longer. But they, but they, in doing so, they kind of cut into their pit space. But then they've been able to open up. They, they basically rented out the building next door that was vacant. So they're going to have plenty of pit space for the upcoming Nats. That'll be nice. And hopefully nothing stupid happens with that race because that's three weeks yeah. away in, in Maryland. So right, I don't know. It's like walking on eggshells. I'd hate to be any person at Roar right now, honestly. Let's see. Surfside? Surfside. Or what? not surf, uh, what, What's the big race coming up here in the next couple weeks? Surf City? Surf City, that's it. That's it. Yeah, at OCRC. Yeah. Which, are they going to keep keep the doors open? or are they Well, they're in, they're in Huntington Beach. Right. Orange County. Which happens to be like the reddest county in in California. We so have an office there. I don't think yeah. I don't think that they don't. I rental space wise, I'd heard that they might be moving. Is that true? Any truth? To oh, that I haven't or? heard anything. That would be that would be a shock. Honestly, I was hearing that the church across the way might be. Oh, oh yeah, it's right next door. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. The owner of the complex or something like right. that. Right. Yeah, that'd be a bummer, man. Yeah, I think we lost Will. Did we lose Will? He's having network connections tonight. Well, while we're waiting for him to come back real quick, uh, Brett, so Thursday, I wanted to work on my mini truggy, and I brought my tools home, and I brought my mini truggy home, but I forgot to bring all of my oils, and what I wanted to work on were all the diffs in my mini truggy because you could just see Emerson driving it that I thought, well, the diffs definitely need to be rebuilt, yeah, so I was kind of pissed. So I I stopped the feed because <laughs> I had nothing else to work on. I couldn't uh, I couldn't work on anything. So and I had nothing else prepared. So I was just like, well, I think I'm done for tonight. And I was kind of frustrated with myself for not uh, again ruining another Thursday night uh, mm. live thing. So we'll try again this week. I'm on vacation, and I have everything at my house. So hopefully um, everything goes well, and we'll be able to chill on Thursday night. So. Speaking of that, Brett, there is no crawling tomorrow. I'm on vacation. You're not going to find me anywhere near the Hobbyplex for a week. So I wanted to talk about, uh, before we get to the results of the Saturday Truck Series, first off, there was no crazy uh, one-star review guy this week. Everything was happy. 
everybody was chill at the Plex. So um, all of you guys that went online and gave us a five-star review like I asked, I can't thank you enough because it just negates that that dude that got his way and decided to give us one star anyways. So you got it for the podcast? No, 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 not for the podcast. Oh. It was um, it was for the store. Mm. And we, we, we talked about it last week, and I figured it would be like my last show ever. <laughs> but it turned out to be okay. Uh, so thank you, guys. That was great. What I wanted to talk about tonight before we get to the results was just the uh, Techno Winter Series. I sent off all the dates and stuff for the flyer. So hopefully we're going to get to flyer soon. And I kind of wanted to explain why we don't have a gazillion race classes uh, when it comes to the Techno Series. There's a couple reasons, but I wanted to explain why. Because we are going to add, officially I want to announce, that we are adding gas truck, one-tenth scale gas truck, to the Techno Winter Series. That's cool. And this year, and this year we're not having Pro 4 short course truck. Um, Pro 4 kind of dropped off um, last year. And uh, to me, I was like, well, I got to make a cut somewhere. And so we had 36 mini truggies at the end of the season twice. So round four and five, we had almost 40. So mini truggies here to stay. But we're going to add gas truck because Ignite RC or Ignite Design um, has agreed to, uh, to donate a uh, end of the series conversion award. Uh, not award, but an end of the series, like a convert one of their conversions for the grand prize, like we do at the end of the year, and that's one of the reasons why we don't have a gazillion classes for the techno series. So if you're wondering why would we add gas truck, because I'm trying to cut this off before it gets anywhere, because I know what'll happen when I announce this. We're not having e truggy, we're not having sportsman truggy, we're not going to have pro four. We don't want to add any other classes, okay? Because the giveaway at the end of the year for me is one of the most important things. So we have four kits. Um, we have, and we're talking eight scales. So we're talking $600 kits. Okay. So we have e-buggy. We have with sportsmen and expert guys all put in the same pot. We have a nitro buggy class with sportsman and expert put in the same pot. We have a truggy nitro, and then we have a mini truggy giveaway. And that's all for the grand prize at the end of the year. So if we had, if we added other classes, I would have to find um, a way for the grand prize to be, you know, what we've been doing, which is a kit at the end of the year. And I don't want to change that. So we can't have 12 classes because we don't have the ability to supply those end of the end of the year grand prize giveaways. We can't have, you know, all those for everybody. So that's one reason why we don't have a whole bunch of different classes. Uh, the other reason is time. That's what I was thinking. So the big one for me is I want, I would really like for the races to be over with by 10 PM. Uh, when we've had 200 entries at a techno series race, that's been tough. That's been really tough. And this year I kind of decided if we get to a certain entry count and we know that the end result's going to be a long night, I might, I might actually cut out like, um, cut the time down. So like instead of a 30 minute main, we might have a, a 20 minute main. And then for like a, you know, for sportsmen, it might end up being 15 or something like that. But that's only if we have, you know, another 200 entry count race, which is, which is in the last couple of years, we've had at least one. So time is a big factor. So we can't have 
all these other classes and still be done at at a reasonable time for everybody. So so before everybody, you know, all you e-truggy fans and 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 wondering why there isn't a novice class or a sportsman nitro class and stuff like that, you know, those two things are are what I need to take into account when I'm setting up these events for us. The summer series is kind of the same way. You know, we 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 took out two wheel drive short course because last year was pretty clear mm-hmm. you know we didn't have enough to even supply marshals and that's another thing you know i want to have at least a full heat so we're going to give this gas truck thing a go but you know if, if it's pretty clear that it's just going to be three or four people well then we're going to have to make some changes so um because i hate begging for corner marshals the nice thing about the 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 are the, the summer series races and the winter series races is we have full heats almost all the time and so it's it's not very difficult to get the guys that need to go out there and marshal to marshal, you know. But like I said, the summer series is kind of the same way. And you got to remember the nitro racing has longer mains, right? So that comes into play. The reason why we can have, you know, eight classes at a summer series race is because the summer series mains aren't near as long. And so it still, it still fits into that time period, even though we've been crushing it with summer series entries the last couple of years especially. We're still able to be done by 10 p.m. You know, so that's, that's why, that's the main reason why. So when I, when I announce the classes like I'm doing tonight or when I'm, um, or when, uh, when the flyer comes out and I start to read all the comments on Facebook, you know, this, this, how come you're not doing this and why are we doing this and that, you know, Ignite Designs agreed to supply a grand prize kit. Okay. So we can make it, we can make room for that. I don't. I don't see there being 30 gas trucks. It would be pretty amazing if there was, but I don't see that being the case. So I don't think it's going to be a big hit to the time schedule. So I think we can make it fit. We have a commitment at the end so that the expectations that we've, that we've um, built up over time remain the same. We're going to have, you know, kits for everybody at the end. And it uh, doesn't matter if you're, if you're last on the points order, if you made four out of five, you're in the hat, and uh, you can you can take that out of there. So, and Will's gonna race gas truck. Really? Yeah. Sweet. If he's there, oh, <laughs> he's still not there. Dang it! I was trying to get him in the conversation, but he's he's having network issues, guys. He went. D, he's like DS. What is? What I feel was really it? weird. The dial up going. I feel there. really. I feel naked tonight without <laughs> without Will being in the background. Right. So Will's gonna race gas truck. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually taking mine apart right now. Just kind of going through it. Yep. But yeah, um, <clears throat> I guess uh, also to add to that, hopefully I don't like go out here talking about it. But um, the uh, Chad's going to be doing um, pre-orders again. So what he's trying to say is that Ignite Design is taking pre-orders um, for more kits. So. Um, um, Chad Parks is the owner of Ignite. He designed this whole deal to get to get modernized gas trucks out there. We had him on the show this spring. Yeah, that was a great show, actually. Yeah, and uh, um, um, he's he's had his first, I think, first or second runs of product in there. So we're uh, so he's taking pre-orders again for his next run, and uh, hopefully that'll also include the TLR conversion, which I saw Ryan Harris had. So. Yeah, gas truck could be pretty fun. I think the Plex, 
is kind of a perfect gas truck size track. Right. Like when I used to race gas truck back in the day, it, you know, you could, it was, it was a gas car that you could take to the 10 scale track. Mm-hmm. And then we started racing eight scale and all these tracks got huge and stupid and, mm-hmm. and the jumps got all blown out and it was pretty much no fun to race gas truck and it killed off gas truck. Well, a place like the Plex, you know, we don't really, the track doesn't get blown out and the jumps, they're not too crazy. Even when I make them for eight scale, they're not crazy big. I usually don't build anything stupid. I hope, I hope you guys agree with that. So it's kind of the perfect little gas truck, not little, but it's the perfect gas truck track. So it, it should be us. Like it should, we should be a place where in the winter you go to take your gas truck. Definitely. I'm hoping we get some guys from the coast coming in. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, Chad's going to be doing pre-orders next week or the, later this week. So if you want one for the winter series, this is probably your shot to order a car. <laughs> Did you see the, the, the one on marketplace that, um, uh, Jason has the, the triple X NT Drake edition. He dropped it down to like two seventy five. You gonna buy it? No, I don't have the money right now. I, I go, just go buy it. I'm, I, dude, I've been buying <laughs> so much stuff this, this, this last, so 2020, so that it's weird. The, the whole pandemic thing started this buying frenzy that I had because I got access to all this. I don't even know where they came from, but, but my car collection, my classic car collection went from this to this. And it just happened over the course of 2020 and it bled into 2021. So I'm, I need to stop spending money on, on vintage cars. Yeah, a lot of that's probably like everybody's at home, so they're just going through that old their right? stuff. Yeah, you know, no, exactly. <sighs> so I'm I the willpower is not there. If I see somebody bring in a cool car, I'm gonna find a way to buy it. That's just how I am, and I've tried to not be that way. But if it's cheap enough, I'm gonna buy it. I would, but but two seventy. I don't have two seventy five yet for a gas truck, so. Yeah, or you could, you know, buy a conversion kit. Yeah. Race gas truck. Yeah. I, I, the other thing about the Winter Series for me is the Winter Series to me is for some reason it's way more stressful to me to run the Winter Series than it is to run the Summer Series. Yeah. Um, I just think because Nitro has, Nitro just, is so stressful in general that I just, I want everything to be perfect for everybody. I want everybody that's coming from out of town to, um, to not have to worry about the race structure itself. I just want them to practice. I want them to go out and race. I want them to know that everything's taken care of on my end. So it's just it to me, the winter series is so stressful to make sure that that happens that I, a lot of, that's why I haven't raced the last couple of years because it, it's too, oof. Yeah. Mini Truggy. When I got my Mini Truggy and I raced the Winter Series last year, that was that was actually pretty fun. And that was nice because I didn't really have to do much to my truck once I got the setup figured out. I could just mm-hmm. I could just be like, oh, okay, cool. It's done. Let's go race. Hey, so I was just digging through my photos, listening to you guys talking about, you know, this truck on Marketplace. <clears throat> I was out with Kip flying the balloon, you know? <laughs> and he, Dude, he showed me a picture that some cat brought in of a, a nitro that 
it was it had a flashlight for a muffler it had like it had it basically was made out of anything that wasn't rc related and the oh. guy wanted him to tune on it for a little bit and i'm like man that is the car that you would buy yeah and put up did you see that um did you show you a picture did no you hear about I, it? I heard about something about i did hear about something that flashlight yeah pipe but i didn't honestly I'll find it sometimes kip just talks so much i just block most of what he says out super chat uh jason haley just dropped super chat 99 cents uh where is that posted hook me up so uh, are you talking about the drake edition or are you talking about the techno series stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna assume you're talking about the uh, adam drake edition i'll look it up i'll look it up after the show i don't want to do it right now but i'll look it up after the show i'm sure he still has it uh so um but did you did you catch most of my spiel about the techno series, Will, or or was your internet being weird? Um, just yeah, I think I got it. Okay, I mean, I already know. I already know. Yeah, I mean, tr- trust me, I know because I was the one begging Alex to add it. Yeah, and you I'm know? sitting there like, uh, yeah, you know, and it's like I totally understand why, but it's like, man, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, that's the other part too. Is is um that's been really easy for me um, for having team associated Reedy be the sponsor of the summer series since 2014 and for techno being the sponsor since 2014 and 15 was that it, it right now it's very easy to get the awards at the end of the year set up before those, before that year. I mean, I was stressing out until two weeks before the end of the race. A lot of times we wouldn't have the kits yet mm-hmm. and I'd be like, Holy crap. How am I, how am I going to make this happen? And then, you know, after constant phone calls and emails, you finally get, you finally get these guys to agree to send you stuff like Losi and Associated and whomever. So I think Hot, I think Hot Bodies one year was the sponsor of our of our winter series or our summer series um, for when we were outside. Yeah, and we didn't get the we didn't get the kits until I think the day before. I mean, it was I mean I was on I was on pins and needles. It was crazy. Yeah. So tech techno RC, you know, they, they, Matt Walter makes it really easy. Um, you know, team associated, they make it really easy and, uh, and we appreciate it. And I hope our sales show it, to be honest with you. I mean, that's, that's what it all comes down to. I can tell you for sure that on both side, on both of those brands, we have very strong brand loyalty in Omaha. So, Oh yeah. Um, all right, well, let's, uh, Let's uh let's bump the uh the pivot landing thing real quick and then we'll get to results. Okay, sounds good. All right. So, uh what we're trying to do tonight is uh we're trying to give away um two pairs of tickets to Three Doors Down at the Stir Concert Cove at Harris Casino in Council Bluffs, Iowa Thursday night. So, if you want a shot at that, you got to well, even if you don't want a shot at that, you need to go to Pivot Landing on Facebook and like the page. Yep. And then uh you'll be entered to win. Yeah, and we will IM you. Yes, the winner. Inst- they will instant message you if you are the winner. Yep. Okay. So everybody watching uh, now and later, if you go do that, if you're in the Omaha Council Bluffs area, you know, if you got a, or if you're like, let's say you're from, let's say you're from like uh, Davenport, Iowa, and you really like Three Doors Down, and you just happen to listen to this show, and it's Wednesday night, and you're like, holy crap, let's roll. Yeah, let's let's do it. So, um, 
So that's what we're doing. Yep. So. All right. Do you want to talk uh, Saturday series? Sure. Let me get the results. Right. Let me get the results out. Freaking flashlight. Oh. Gross. I do remember that. Yeah, no, that car is freaking yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I do dude. remember that. That was sick. Hey, if you're listening or watching or either and you own that car that has the flashlight muffler, <laughs> I want to buy it from you. <laughs> Legit. No joke. Let me know. You know who you are. I I'm I I don't I don't doubt that they won't listen, but I bet you they're not listening. If you know the person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, three doors down. Uh, they're good tickets. Um, like I said, uh, the total value is almost three hundred bucks, I think, for the mm. four. But they'll be good. The winner is. So we had the Saturday Truck Series. This was the last one. It was a uh, um, something I've been thinking about doing for a long time, and I feel like okay, well, this is the year we're finally going to do it. So it's kind of a for me. It was just a kind of an excur- excursion, is what I want to call it. Like it's you had the summer series. That has a big buildup every every month, and uh, you know all the all the big dogs come in for that one, and then we've got the uh, the Saturday Truck Series, which is nothing was supposed to be nothing but trucks, um, except for Plexbeck. You can still run anything you want. I didn't care about that, um, but I just wanted to see, you know, uh, what we could do with it, and I think we kind of hovered right around the forty entry mark for most of it, and which is just fine. Um, it was a really nice, easy, laid back couple of weeks. We had three of them. Um, it was best two out of three. You know, we kept points. Um, I think Saturday was actually the biggest turnout we had. We had 43 entries. And uh, the cool thing is we had gas truck, this one and the last one. So so we had two gas truck rounds, so that made it really, really easy. So I just want to get into results real fast. Um, Plexbec beginner. We'll do the racing and then we'll do the um, points. So Plexbeck had uh, Diego Quintana winning this one. Riker Haley got second, and that's important. Uh, Cole Webb got third. Tristan Lacombe got fourth. Sawyer Haley was fifth. Evan Lacombe was sixth. Owen Hook was seventh, and Eli Vanderleest was eighth. The good news is all these guys finished, which is always what we want in Plexbeck. And we had Pro 2 short course truck, and we actually had enough to have a separate heat, which last round we didn't, so this is really good. So Ashley McCormick took the TQ and a win. Uh, Tyler Fleming got second. Chili Duncan got third. Ben Humphrey uh, came from, uh, I believe, the trackside area. Ended up in fourth. Uh, and Jake Poteet was fifth. And they were all pretty close. Jake. Uh, they they Yeah, they landed on uh, 13 laps. And then Ashley got 14.08. He was kind of the class of the field. Tyler Fleming got a 14 as well. But that, the if you watch the main, I haven't posted them yet because I don't want to post stuff on Mondays because you miss the ping when you do that for the show. Hmm. But uh, the, they got pretty spread out there at the end. It was kind of kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, slash spec. I got a TQ and a win. Um, Dustin Hosick and Alex Vanderbeek were tag teaming their truck again. They finished second. Uh, Chili Duncan was third. TJ Williams got a slash. He finished fourth. And then Logan Prismanis and Caleb Singh. They they were they were tandem driving theirs, and they finished fifth. And then Tom Baker didn't start. Will, do you think next year we should have a requirement that in slash spec you have to have one guy driving and one guy wheeling? I think that would make it uh, more exciting. I think that'd be cool. 
the only problem is, is you don't want to have less people because of that or less cars. Yeah, that's true. You know, you don't want the potential of 10 cars, but because you have 10 people, but only five cars. Right. Yeah. And and the, the crazy thing is, is you have to, in order to do that, you have to have two receivers. So you got, you plug, you plug your steering into one receiver and one radio and you plug your throttle into another radio, another receiver. Do you like have a receiver pack then? Or do you, why split? I, they the must, power. Well, I guess they must Y split the power, right? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I guess, I guess I have to look at it. Either way, it was kind of fun. I almost felt like a douche for, for TQing and winning because I was just a single driver. But last round, Dustin and Alex kicked my butt. So, you know. Yeah. I guess. Uh, there was a lot of hacking all day in this class. Oh yeah, because that's what it's supposed to be. It's slash spec. Who gives a crap? Just go out there and I, I purposely ran into Alex multiple t- and Dustin multiple times. As you should. I didn't yeah. run into Chili on purpose <laughs> because I took Chili out last round, a couple times. Mm-hmm. So I was trying not to hack on him too much. Like the last lap, Chili just like turned and swept the leg. Like yeah, he I took saw out that. Dustin and <laughs> Alex so so hard. That was pretty funny. Uh, then we had Pro 4, so there was enough uh, for a full heat of these guys again, too, which is nice. Um, Ashley McCormick with a TQ and win, the only one getting 15. Tyler Fleming got another second. Uh, ben Humphrey got third in this one. Um, Rob Turner, we had a Rob Turner sighting, breaking out the Pro 4, uh, finished fourth. Diego Quintana was fifth, and Chad Irwin was sixth. And then we go to uh, Stadium Truck, and uh, TJ Williams with the TQ and win. Um, no, we didn't TQ. I'm sorry. With the win in stadium truck ahead of Wade Gearing, Jake Poteet, Chili Duncan, and then Cole Webb, who TQ'd, he pulled off. I don't know what was wrong, but he was borrowing a truck. Alex Vanderbeek was out there running um, in mod. He officially won mod because he was the only run one. He was the only guy running a mod truck. Yeah. And then mini truggy. Um, I got a TQ and a win. Ronnie Went finished second. Jake Poteet was third. Chad Irwin was fourth. Dustin Hosick was fifth. Rob Turner was sixth. And Logan DePrince Manis was seventh. And this one was kind of fun because um, me, Dustin, and Logan basically started a lap down to everybody. And I kind of felt bad for, for, for Logan because he qualified second and he was raring to go to, uh, he was raring to go to pass me. And then I made him, I made him start where we started. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I kind of felt bad, but at the same time, like, I mean, it took four minutes out of a six minute race to catch up to everybody. Yeah. You know, I mean, for a little while there, I didn't think we were going to be able to do it. Cause everybody, everybody was driving so well, you know? Yeah. So it was kind of like the perfect amount of weight for you at least. Yeah. And you know, uh, my mini truggy, it's pretty freaking awesome when it's driven correctly. Mm-hmm. That's what I told. That's what I told somebody after the race, and they were laughing because that's a that's a, a small dig at Emerson because Emerson drives it like a I don't know. He drives out of control. Let's put it that way. Um, look at the finish here for fourth, fifth, and sixth. Chatter went fourteen thirteen point one. Dustin fourteen thirteen point four, and Rob Turner fourteen thirteen point seven. Wow. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then we had guest truck, and it was you, 
Uh, Will Brenton with TQ and win. Wade Garing second. Jason Haley third. Exactly how they qualified. Logan tried to race his truck, but um, his truck lost power earlier and went crazy. He tried to stop it using his finger and a shirt on a flywheel. Ooh. And he actually, did you see that Logan embedded, he was wearing one of those Lycra shirts, you know, that, that moisture yeah. wicking shirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, he, in, I looked at his finger, he embedded that material into the burn oh, on geez. his finger. Like mm-hmm. it was black and it was pieces of this fabric actually embedded into his finger. Yeah. So don't do well, that people. You don't, don't try to stop it with a flywheel. Just put your finger over the pipe, shut it off. Yeah, or step on it. Yeah, whatever, whatever you can do easier. The yep. uh, or step on the flywheel. Yeah, the his his. I tuned his engine at the break and it ran fine. I kind of wondered if he stretched the rod. That's what I thought. Because that thing, that thing was singing, dude. Yeah, like it was, mm. it was way up there. Um, um but uh, I tuned his engine and it held an idle fine and ran, but. Uh, the temperature, the humidity kept changing so much during the day. Like I kept having to lean my car out. Well, I also, I also saw his truck was like, I think, I think the diff gave out in that truck too. Oh really? Yeah. So he, he was driving a Mugen MST one. Yeah. That thing was like pushed up against the pipe and like, or against the, the barrier pipe on the track. Yeah. And, and the wheels uh, and the like, wheels were not moving when I, when it, when yeah. it did that. So so it's like a lot of load going straight into the transmission on that thing too. Yeah. But, yep. but yeah, and that is like a what a fifteen twenty year old truck. Yeah. So I th- I think I think when it was up on the pipe, it it messed up something drivetrain, either slipper or the, or the diff, one of the two. So it's oh, a bummer. I really I think, wanted an extra truck. Actually, I think Prismanis is on here. Death Viper Games, and it's it says it's the spring on the ball diff. We figured it out today. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah, the Baldiff gave gave loose. Well, there you go. Dang. Um, okay, so points real quick. Because uh, there are some chat questions we need to get to before we wrap this up. Um, but uh, I just want to go over the points because this, this is kind of cool. Uh, TJ Williams got the win in uh, stock truck with two wins. Um, Wade Gehring got second with two seconds. And then Jake Poteet uh, finished third with uh, second and a third. Jake and then Chili had uh, 195. So he was just, he was two points off of Jake for that top three. And we only gave awards to top three because we charged everybody the regular club race amount. Yeah. You know, and so we don't, we're not going to go too crazy, but um, with the top 10 sort of thing. But also a lot of these classes didn't have 10 drivers that ran the whole time. Right. Uh, gas truck was, uh, remember these guys only ran twice. They were supposed to run three times, but none, nobody can get their trucks by the time June came around. So, uh, will got two TQs and wins. He finished both mains. Nice. By a lot. Nice. Nice. Uh, Jason Haley got the, or Wade Garrett. Who did I give second to? Cause I think the tiebreaker was, was the, the highest position that day. Wasn't it? So yeah, I think, that's what you yeah. end up using. So, so we had a crazy tie, which always gives me crazy stress. But luckily, it's Jason Haley and Wade Garing, and neither of them really cared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we, yeah. so it was nice. I was like, okay, good. All right. So both of them had a 99 and a 98 with a not with a, with a zero. And both of them had a second and a third. 
So I couldn't do the extra tiebreaker that we came up with a couple of years ago because they both were tied. They were both tied in the in the podium position as well. So then I'm like, well, let's just say let's just use it motocross style and it's how you finish today. Mm-hmm. And so then that was Wade. So Wade finished second. Jason Haley finished third. Uh, the other good news is I think Jason Haley finished his mains both times. Yeah, Jason did. And I think Wade Wade had that pipe issue or something like that happen in the first round that you guys raced. Yeah, he ended, he had a, a screaming runaway um, where his, or not runaway, but his, his uh, throttle linkage, like I think, kind of came apart or something. Yeah. Wasn't Loctited. Yep. And then um, I think that he he ended up stretching the rod on his engine because it wouldn't run after that. Yeah. Yeah, and then then his pipe broke. I hate it when my pipe breaks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so then you had mini truggy, and uh, I took the uh, the win with uh, two TQs and wins. Dustin Hosick. Uh, finished second with a uh, with a TQ and a win and a second, and then Chad Irwin uh, got up there and to get the uh, third spot, and uh, he finished it against the nearest guy Tom Baker. Um, so that's pretty cool. Let's move on. There was oh by the way there was uh, fourteen different mini truggies that raced, but only five of them made two races or more. So there's the ability, I, there's the capability to have this thing be bigger next year, in my opinion. I think so. I think it'll be bigger next year. Uh, Mod Stadium Truck had uh, Vanderbeek. He was the only one uh, that raced all three times. Jason Haley actually raced Mod Truck in round one, but he didn't make the next two because he was busy racing his gas truck. And then Plexbeck had uh, Diego Quintana taking the TQ and win. Uh, or not the TQ and win, sorry. Diego Quintana got two TQs and wins to take first, and then Riker Haley got two seconds to get the second-place trophy. Uh, Cole Webb um, got, a, got a first in the round, first round, and then, um, honestly, he probably didn't really belong in Plex spec anyways, but finished third and uh, um, got the third-place one. And then Sawyer Haley finished fourth. So if Cole Webb, not sure if you're on here, if you want your trophy, it's at the Hobbyplex. Otherwise, I could give it to Sawyer Haley because I know Cole want, just wanted to race, which is cool, and that's I'm cool with it. But his skill level has gotten so good so fast that he probably didn't belong yeah. to Flex spec. So right, you know, I mean, you TQ'd and won independent the last two summer series races. <laughs> yeah so then you got your short course classes so uh right now this is where short course is going to be for if you want a point series at the plex is going to be the saturday truck series i'm even thinking about doing this in the winter time what do you think about that i think it'd be all right it'd give us a give us a chance to practice the gas truck before the winter series and get our stuff right yeah i'm thinking about it i gotta figure out where i'm gonna put it we might not, so don't get your hopes up. But I'm just thinking, you know, if you're racing a short course truck, this is where you would be at. Um, yeah. So Ashley McCormick uh, in Pro 2 short course truck um, took the win. Tyler Fleming uh, finished second. And uh, Chili Duncan uh, finished third, but he was tied with Tyler for third for second place. But Tyler had the highest finishing podium positions. Hmm. 
So Chili had a, a 199 and Tyler had a 199, but um, Tyler had a first and a second, and Chili only had a first and a couple thirds. And so the way that we do that crazy tie after that thing that happened a couple of years ago was I decided, okay, that the highest, the highest placing podium position is what matters. So if you get three thirds and the other guy gets a first and you guys are tied somehow, the guy who won still wins because it's mm-hmm. the highest finishing position is what matters. Yeah. And then we had pro four. So Ashley McCormick, um, got the, uh, got the win in that one just by one point though, over Diego Quintana. And Diego was tied with Tyler Fleming, but Tyler didn't run Pro 4 in the second round, and so Diego got the better tiebreaker. So good job for Diego. Again, that's another one of those kids I've been talking about that's coming up quick. If he sticks with it, dude, he's going to be fast and buggy. He's, he's fast with his two-wheel drive buggy. Yeah. How old is he, if you were to guess? I don't know. Maybe 15? Oh, that's cool. Something yeah. like that, I think. Seems like the, the spec classes have grown... In the last year and a half. Oh yeah, I love it. Oh yeah, Friday nights are the Friday nights are our like um, our spooge pot for Plexbeck uh, for 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 drivers to jump out of Plexbeck. Yeah. So that's my uh, that's uh, uh, it's the formula that works at the Hobbyplex. Yeah, Hayden went through it. Yep, and then you just got to get you got to get you got to keep the buttholes from from racing, mm-hmm. and then you get this nice. RC racing family, basically. Yeah, it's like motocross. But if you get a bunch of buttholes, then it ruins it yeah. for a little while, and then you got to rebuild it again. So you got to keep the buttholes away. You had a lull for a little bit, but yeah, I mean, it's it's coming back. I'm excited to see what it looks like in two years. Yeah. John Haas said Diego's old enough to drive, so he must be at least 16. So that's good. Oh, Slashback, dude. I forgot about Slash. So Slashback was uh, me. I won Slashback. Barely. Uh, Dustin Hosick finished and Alex Vanderbeek finished second. And then, uh, Chili Duncan finished third. So there was, let's see how many was there. There was five guys that ran all three rounds, but there was 11 total. Um, so we can do better next time. I'm keeping my slash definitely on the shelves for next time. Oh Yeah. Who knows? I might have one. Who knows? Yeah, you should totally get one. I would. I would love to smash into you as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, Hulk smash. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let's take a pivot break. Let's and do. Then, and then we'll uh, um, we'll come back and we'll get to the chat, and then we'll be done. Does that sound good? Yep. Sure. Okay. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a pivot lending update. David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Today is May 10th, 2021, and here to give you guys an update on Pivot Lending. Last time we were on the show, we had just opened up our new headquarters. We're located at 470 Kipling in the Littleton, Colorado. Super excited about that. But we have also opened up an office outside of Las Vegas. So we have a new retail office there. And just two weeks ago, opened up an office in Salt Lake City. The office manager in Salt Lake City is Taylor Bills. So we're excited. Taylor's from the area. He's got an interesting past. He played professional baseball. He was a pitcher. He also, uh, I think it was the very first reality show 
on ABC, like America's most beautiful person. He won it. And so he's really, a uh, really great guy. Uh, so we are on the cusp of entering into some really exciting markets in the New England area. So stay tuned and look forward to, to bringing the updates to you guys here probably towards the end of summer. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. What's new? So there is there is something that got announced today um, from Team Associated and Element RC, and it's the Knights Customs Element RC truck. So it's basically a Element RC with what looks to be like a like a TRD style Toyota Tacoma body on it with a whole bunch of Knights Customs add-ons to it. But I'm not at work for the next week, so I don't even know how much this thing's costing. And I haven't looked. I guess I suppose I could look on my computer, but um, I'll be interested to see what the actual street price is on this thing. But it looks cool. I just, I wish, I kind of want Element to come out with like a, a more like competition directed crawler, you know, Axial and, and these guys have been, have been hitting the trail and the, the scale market, but there's a side of scales that, that we're doing where we have to go and find some guy cutting carbon fiber in his garage to get these chassis we want. I'd like to see somebody like element make, make one to the masses. Yeah. That'd be neat. That would be neat. Then we can get you to do crawling. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, I'm going uh, drag racing Sunday. You should come. Emerson I, Emerson can't go. Have you? Oh, really? The 402 Club or what is it? Yeah, it's the Missouri Valley uh, track over there. And have you been to it yet? Have yeah, you, Emerson Emerson won $280 last time we went. Legit? He won, he won two classes. It was embarrassing for me. <laughs> That's awesome. I got my butt kicked and then he he did awesome. So, But he has to work. So I've got his 13.5 car. So I guess if all else fails, I'll just race 13.5 and outlaw. I guess. We went over to the Harris yeah. parking lot when Aiden was in spec selling tires <clears throat> to those guys. And that was pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you have one? Um. All right. Let's get to the chat and then we can wrap up because my wife and Emmer and son are actually out. They're waiting for me to get um, food. They're gonna, we're going to go out to eat afterwards to celebrate the start of our vacation. Do you know that Gretchen got this whole week off as well? No. Yeah, so we were, we were supposed to go to, uh, we were going to leave. The plan was we were going to go to um, Wyoming two days early and mm-hmm. like stay in the mountains somewhere and then go to this race. And then that all went to heck because Emerson wanted to do this thing and who am I to stop him? I mean, you know, you only live once, right? So... Um, yeah. so now Gretchen and I both have all these days off together, which doesn't happen very often. It'd be interesting what happens but, in eight months, but I'm all, no, she can't. Well, first <laughs> off that can't happen. And second off, uh, I'm more worried about like us, tra- like killing each other. <laughs> like, you know, we're used to that time off every once in a while. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's probably fun for about the first 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, we've already been together for 21 years, so it's not like we don't have any. Mm-hmm. So I know we don't know each other very well. So, 
Um, but anyways, so yeah, so I got a whole week off with, with, uh, with my wife and then Emerson has to work a few days in there too. And then he goes to back to school to on, on the, the 18th. Oh, really? On the 18th, huh? Where did he work this summer? He worked at McDonald's. Sweet. He was a drive through attendant at McDonald's and he ended up, he saved like over a thousand bucks. Good for and him. And then he spent it all on this motorcycle. Good for him. So. The 18th, huh? Yeah, the 18th. Thank goodness. I mean, I love my kid, but I mean, I love him more when he's actually in school. <laughs> Aiden leaves <laughs> the ninth. No, Aiden goes twenty-seven. Yeah, uh, the following week. Oh, oh, that's why he's not going to be at the summer series. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he's out for the rest of the summer series. Oh, that's weak. Yep, <clears throat> but you know, whatever. Uh, better to better to get your college experience. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. I was telling Peter Renault that unfortunately, even if he likes the, uh, the pivot landing thing, he's from Canada. And, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> can they, can you cross the border? I don't think so. It's still shut down. I, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I would almost give that cat some gas. He said Americans can drive over as of today, but Canadians can still can't drive there. Well, if it changes tomorrow and he wins, I'll crazy. pick up the gas. That is crazy. Like I was pissed at the city of Omaha when they closed the the uh, the parks. Oh yeah, I was dude. so I upset. Was I was like, "That's the dumbest thing. Why would we do that?" Right. And uh, I felt trapped. I couldn't imagine living somewhere where you couldn't you couldn't. You're on an island, like especially if you live somewhere like um like Toronto and places where you're close to where you're close to American cities, and yeah. you you know you. It's pretty normal to go back and forth, I would think. But how would you feel when the Americans are coming in? And you can't leave. You, you know how frustrating that would be. Yeah. Anyways, I yeah, I don't want to go there with uh, Canadian politics. <laughs> um. We'll go through here. Oh, look, Peter Renault saw the Pix- Pixies and Weezer before the pandemic. That's pretty cool. That's why, dude. That's why Peter's a a um, Patreon member. Because yeah, Peter needs to move to Nebraska. Because he's got this guy obviously has good taste. So mm-hmm. that yeah. now it's starting to make total sense to me. Uh, John Haas says Rona ruined seeing Tool for him. That's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. We already talked about that. The uh, opening band is a uh, Seether. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember what Seether. Seether has a cover. Of somebody. That's what my wife told me. She's that like, was, you, uh, you would know one. That or wasn't two too bad. Andy Barrett went and liked the uh, Pivot Landing Group page, you said. Oh. Um, Sam says Beavis and Butthead is awesome. And you're correct. Beavis and Butthead. You know what? It's funny because when I was watching the, this video, I was working on my stuff and I was watching this video that was five and a half hours long of all these of all these uh, cut scenes with the videos and stuff. Like, I remembered most of them, too. Like, that's what was really funny. I haven't seen Beavis and Butthead in a long time, like the actual show. But I totally remembered a bunch of these. One of my favorite ones is when um, Henry Rollins' liar comes on. Yeah, and Beavis is like, "Yeah, yeah he's a liar, liar, <laughs> liar." I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh, if I could just go back." I think they had Beavis say that because that was like shortly after fire. they got they couldn't the say fire, fire anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, somebody burned like that. Some kid burned down like a trailer court or something. Yeah, and then they blamed that. Did you see? Some some lady I saw on my newsfeed today that some lady suing McDonald's uh, because uh, it tempted her to break some 
religious holiday where she couldn't eat something. Ugh. <laughs> so dumb. God. Yeah. You know she's going to get paid off. She's going to get like $15,000 and get paid off and be like, ah, oh, it was worth it. It would be worth it. God, good things do happen to bad people. Dude, I one time I, I went to the McDonald's on 90th and Fort and I ordered, I ordered food and then I was driving somewhere. I can't remember what I was driving. I picked up a thing of fries. I put it in my mouth. I bit down and there was a screw no. in my thing of fries, a screw. And I, I imagine it was either from the thingy that, that uses to, to, yeah. put the, to put the, uh, the fries in the, in the cup, or it could have been from the fryer itself. And why didn't I sue? Why didn't you? Why didn't I break my tooth mm-hmm. and then sue? I actually, I remember calling them being like, Hey, I found this. And the manager was like, well, what do you, what do you want me to do about it, sir? And I was like, I don't know. It's not maybe a free burger, fix your stuff and give me some free fries. I guess. I don't know. For the year. Yeah. I should have blackmailed him. I that was, was, that was yeah. before phones too. That was a long time ago. That was before phones. I could have just taken a picture and been, been on Facebook and been like, nee, 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 nee. yeah, that, like that would have been around the time that that lady sued McDonald's for their for coffee the being coffee. Hot. Yeah. For the coffee thing. Um, Brett, I did not get my element rebuilt yet. Uh, it was supposed to show up at my house today and it was delayed. So it's supposed to be there tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. Uh, John Haas talking about needing an e-buggy. So we'll see what happens there. Our see you next Tuesday says, how's it going? Good. Good. Uh, Jason Haley says that Adam Drake told him today that he is getting back into GT. Well, that's good. Um, all right. Steve RC has a question. Here we go. Uh, since this is our first summer series, how does the last day awards work? Um, I assume it is at the end of the night. So a longer, but awarding day. Yes. Plan on being there at least an hour later than we normally are. And it's amazing because we, we do the giveaways in the morning with, um, I used to give away stuff as I was announcing, but that got really annoying and it take and it just distracts me and it distracts everybody else. So I do these goodie bags for all the little stuff. And then, so when you sign up, you get a ticket and then you got to go match the ticket to your goodie bag. Okay. But then at the end of the night, we give away, we, we list out the points. I look to see if there's any crazy ties that I got to deal with. And then we hand out the awards. And then as we're handing out the awards, I've got these little pieces of paper that have everybody's name on them. And we dump the names in the hat and then we give away a car just yeah. randomly. It's so awesome. And we've been doing it that way since 2005. And I've never won anything. <laughs> Aiden won a B5M. That's how he got. That's r- true. Yeah. Team associate. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Still have never won a vehicle. <laughs> so so there you go, uh, Steve. So yes, the last September 18th will be kind of a long day, but uh, um, it's pretty cool because, um, you know, every once in a while somebody wins a kit that you're like, ah, he didn't really need a kit, you know. But uh, uh, most of the time it, it turns out to be pretty fun and it's usually somebody who, who, who would use it, who actually wouldn't just go and sell it right away or something. David... Uh Peebler last year called it <clears throat> like he's like I'm winning this yeah. right now and legit his name got pulled. Yeah, that's true. Uh, John Haas says the triple landing got smashed by Creighton. I did see that. I saw that last night and I was like, you know what? I'm going on vacation. I don't really give a crap. So uh, I am running the races on Saturday, however. So um, no worries there. I'll be there Saturday to run races, but uh, officially I'm on vacation. Um. Tim Sutherland says the winter series is going to be fun. 
Um, Tim. That's where I saw the, you know, the Sutherlands, if I remember right, they were, they were usually winter series racers before they were summer series racers, I think. Nate's gotten fast. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Okay, so let's move down here. Uh, Space Dog 504. Hey, I just got a new, to me, 1-8 scale buggy. It's in pretty good condition, but the wing is kind of chewed up. Are there any um, that you recommend? Does it matter? I'd go with the J-Concepts wing. Which, the plastic one or the trifecta? The Both are good. Like the trifecta one, when it's cold out, lasts longer than the plastic one. Right. I mean, any of the any of the harder plastic ones. But I like the trifecta on our track on high grip just because it takes the higher weight off of the car because it's a lighter wing. Yeah. So you've got Lexan wings and then you've got plastic wings. The Lexan wings are pretty cool because they're, uh, they're lighter. And in the cold, they seem to last longer. Um, but I would say I would say the J Concepts or even the Proline. Um, I can't remember what they name, they call theirs, but you can uh, um, you can get one of those too. So uh, I don't know what brand you have, but there's some specific. Like if you have a Kyosho, you can just buy the Kyosho wing, and you don't even have to make the holes because the holes are already made for you. It's that way with Techno. It's that way with Losi. Um, but if you want a different wing. I would I would go with right now just like the J Concepts or or even the Proline one should be fine. John Haas says he's going to have two more Haas racers this winter. His nephews came for practice and can't stop talking about it. Oh, nice! Yeah. Hell, Billy. That's a great name. That's awesome. Says what's up, everyone? Sup? I assume Hell Billy's. Actual name is uh, is Lee General or Lent or generally the generally. Um, there actually is a guy named Lee General that races mini truggy or not mini truggy e truggy locally. No, uh, national. I saw him at the uh, I saw the name pop up at the uh, Nitro Challenge and Silver State for that matter. Anyways, that's that's something else. Oh. <laughs> Uh, okay, so here, Will, this is something that we want to bring out. I, I hope we're not stretching it on time. I don't, we usually get done about eight, so we're actually doing pretty good. Uh, we were talking about this at the, uh, at, at work yesterday. Um, we were actually very busy yesterday, but we had a little bit of time and it came up and I don't know why it came up, but do you know, does, does poop contain DNA? Yeah, it does. I would think so. Yeah. Okay. I would, Why? I, I would think so because it's well. I was because it's it's uh, it's just processed food. The leftovers from processed food going through it's waste from 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 food energy, but it's not really part of your body. Did you guys Google it? We didn't Google it. We were busy. We were like I said, we were busy. But it came up, and I'm like, I don't. He told me to talk about it on the podcast, and I thought that's kind of a crass subject to talk about on the podcast. Dude, you literally have the answer to everything like in your pocket like you could just <laughs> that's what i'm saying well david's doing it david's doing it right now so whatever there is no dna really oh really yeah hmm. so what what brought this up i don't know i don't remember i don't remember i, re- I remember like somebody saying they're oh. gonna dna sample like somebody that shit on the floor or pooped on the floor at like a like a restaurant right. or something. Yeah, and figure out who it was. Yeah, yeah. It it does have 
the DNA of animals you eat. Oh. But not your DNA. But not your actual DNA. Mm-mm. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, good to know. Okay, well, now we know. Now the more know. you know. I can't remember. I It might have had something to do with... Dude, I honestly don't remember. I, I really don't. <laughs> I just know the subject came up, and it was it was kind of funny. Sue goldfish because they don't always smile back. <laughs> oh, that's right. No, that's why it came up. You know why it came up? Because somebody left their child's dirty underwear oh. underneath one of the pit tables at the Plex. Diaper or underwear? Underwear. Oh. And I had to pick it up and throw it away. Man, that's nasty. There, there was, I don't know how many times working at the Lincoln store. Like, there was this time that uh, we have this Lego table, and some, like, toddler took their diaper off and started, like, swinging it around all over the <laughs> Lego table, like, full of poop. Like in the zoo? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, no, like, the just, like, throwing the diaper on the, right, right. On the Lego table. And then there's uh, another time, like, somebody must have pooped their pants because uh, there was, like, poop all over the floor uh on the carpet and jamie and i had to clean it up and then there's another time when i was running the races that somebody just like like got i don't know if it like ran down their leg or what there's like poop on the floor in the bathroom and like toilet paper everywhere and like no attempt to like clean up and like they didn't even like shut down the bath or they didn't even like try to clean it like they they shut the bathroom down so i had to clean it up after the races were over like it was ridiculous. Uh, somebody somebody dropped a deuce once uh, in the paint aisle, right out <laughs> right outside the bathroom door at the Plex, and we have carpet, so that was that was sucky. Mm-hmm. I, I worked that at a brutal. I worked at a campground in high school, and the owner of the campground used to race horses, and he had these long latex gloves. For yeah, all that jazz. Well, <clears throat> somebody a, a girl dropped her uh barbie doll in the pvc of their and i had to stick my hand all the way down that hot poop like to grab the doll (laughs) the poop shoot poop shoot yeah the poop shoot it was so gross the first time that i worked at baker's i had put in i had already put in my two weeks and i was working up front one night and somebody just annihilated the the bathrooms and the floor manager told me to go clean it and i was like no and he's like what i'm like i am sorry dude i'm not touching some std infected toilet there's no way you're gonna get me in there to clean that and he was like well if you're not gonna do your job you need to leave right now and i was like well i'm already put in my two weeks so do you want me to just leave (laughs) (laughs) so so i was actually shocked that i ever that i actually got hired again (laughs) about three three or four years later because i thought for sure that because i left that night after refusing to clean the bathrooms that i would get hired back but it wasn't even like in my record which i was like happy about but yeah, I, there's no way. Sorry, I'm, I knew I knew a guy down the worked, line somewhere. He worked at the med center here in Omaha, and he would tell me that uh, they would have students coming in from overseas that were used to just pooping in the ground. Yeah, yeah, like in China. Yeah, 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 totally. And so they uh, they didn't understand our toilet system, yeah. and they just blow out the stalls, and they have to teach them. Like that was one of the strangest things about going to China was the, the like poop in the back of the toilet. Well. 
Yeah, but, <laughs> but the, the, how does this work? I've never the, seen one before. That's what I'm saying. Well, that was trying the, to figure the, it out the logistics of it too. <laughs> the twelve scale arena that they had, they had the twelve scale racing, and I'm like, "Where's the bathrooms at?" And this was our first day there, and I went into the bathroom and I looked, and there's just these circular circular holes in the floor, and yeah. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. So I held it all day until I got back to the hotel. And, I'd have uh, done it. It'd been sweet, dude. I <laughs> I got in Swifty. I can't bend down that ru- that way. We have a. You're a, supposed to like squat over it. I know you are, but I can't. I but that also requires you to pull your pants all the way. And I'm not going to do that. Just take them off. Just there was no doors. There was no doors. Oh like, yeah, bro. So you're just squatting freestyle. You're just squatting freestyle, and there's no <laughs> doors anywhere. I can imagine some Chinese person who's never seen a white person before come in and see my fat ass squatting down, <laughs> dropping one. That would be, be a like, sight. <laughs> that'd be the, that'd be their first impression. That'd be their first impression of an American. Be like, uh, ah, he'd take a shit. And that's that. <laughs> yeah, I'd have done it. I I I I'd have uh, I would enjoyed the culture. No, know? I know. I'd have embraced it rather. Nope. It was. I found the porta potties the next day, and then uh, that's where I went. And I was were they better. just a just a hole? No, <laughs> they were actual. That's what, you know. Let me tell you. There's there's a couple things over there that were that were just like us. They had they had calculators, so they knew everybody knew Arabic numbers. So you could, if you wanted to buy something, all you got to do was just show them what you wanted to pay, and that was that. And porta potties. Porta potties were the same. Hey, porta so- porta potties are universal, guys. They are global. What what I don't get well first of all on that on, on the ground one was it like a porta potty where it dropped down like ten like falling yeah, down it like six fall, feet or exactly what, yeah. yeah there was something in, in like a like a septic thing in the ground that you would that you would poop in was it did it smell horrible <sighs> the well, no not really actually but the, the I will say there was a very distinct smell in general mm. in that whole vicinity that we were in like. Like, and I, I, we were in Beijing, so there, there's a lot of pollution and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it just, the whole area had kind of this weird tinge to it, but it wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't like an offensive smell. It was just different. A little pungent. But yeah, I mean, it, it smelled like a bathroom. I do remember that, but it wasn't like one of those things where you walk into like one of those really tight, hot uh, porta potties and you're like, whoa, it wasn't like that. But you, I mean, it, you could tell you're in a bathroom, but I'm, I just wasn't going to do it. I had to, I held everything. I, and once I figured that out, I'm like, all right, I took, I would wake up and take, take, take a, I would force one, a force one in the morning. And then I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would hold in everything at night. That was that. Hey, the wastebasket nest to the toilet drives me crazy. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You're going to throw, I mean, I get why, you know, different areas and coming back to States, but man, yeah, d- don't promote the wastebasket next to the toilet. Just flush it. <laughs> Uh, okay. I think that's enough poop talk. Yeah. I think thanks. So. Thanks to uh, Logan Prismanis for reminding me of what that was all about. Yeah. That digressed fast. Yeah, it did in a whole different direction. <laughs> uh, Will, are you still there? Your screen's frozen. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, I'm right. here. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. You got anything else you want to talk about? Me? Yeah. Um, not that I can think of. Okay. Buy gas truck. Buy gas truck. Come race. Yep. So techno series. Uh, we're adding gas truck pro four is not going to be, uh, on the list and, uh, hopefully the flyer will be out soon. I gave everything to boom RC. So, um, I should have the techno series flyer, the syndicate, the syndicate flyer. And then, um, regionals is coming up. 
October 2nd. So get on rcsignup.com and get signed up for that. Um, I kind of, I, I feel that I, I need to start promoting that race. Like with no promotion, we have 60 entries on RC sign up. So yeah, should be good. Okay. Well, uh, as always, this show, the Hobby Flex Show podcast, uh, your source for all the poop related information. Um, <laughs> fecal. Fecal. Matter. Yeah. Fecal information is uh, brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Like our page. Like the page. Win some tickets. Yep. We're going to give away some, uh, some uh, uh, three doors down tickets for Thursday night. If you go on and like the Facebook, the Pivot Lending Facebook page. Um, also, if you're in the um, uh, market for a home loan or refinance, you can get hold of Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad and mention our show and you can get yourself $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, round one techno series date, I believe is November 6th without off the top of my head. It's whatever weekend that is. It's the 6th or the 7th. So it's usually the first weekend of every month until we start getting later in the season. I try to I try to make the techno series in the dead of winter, like spread out a little bit in the hopes that we get good weekends. Like you can't predict it, but mm-hmm. you know, who knows? Yep. Who would have known that it would have been negative ten degrees for two weeks in February, you know? That normally hasn't happened lately. Well, I appreciate you guys letting me hang with you. Yeah, no, it was fun. Uh, nice having you here every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe this fall I'll be back. Yeah, we need to. Uh, so we need to find. We need to find some more guests. <laughs> Anyways, so it's nice to have a guest on. So, all right. Yep. Can't always be Will and I just talking the whole time. That's good. It's good shit, though, man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna take off. We're gonna go. My wife and I and family are gonna go out to eat. And uh, Will, I will, uh, I will see you later. Are you racing this weekend? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I haven't decided yet. Okay. Well, if you don't, I might win a club race. So there you go. <laughs> oh, then I'll race. No, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I might. Uh, I don't know. I I might not. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. If you don't, it's not. Yeah. If you don't, it's not gonna not gonna make me or anybody else upset either. And if you do, it won't either. Either way. Yeah. So no, I've just been kind of running nonstop here. Exactly. We need uh, we need some time off. That's why I'm on vacation. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll check everybody later. And uh, thanks for thanks for coming on, you guys. Yep. No problem. Have a great week. Bye. See ya. What's, you sound like a Norwalk. Bye. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs>